Ready? Are we ready now? Okay. The No Excuse Today podcast is a weekly brand and personal development platform for small business owners and entrepreneurs. We take you through the thinking of professional growth by showing you how to overcome common excuses, embrace failure as a learning tool, and most importantly, get over your this is how it's supposed to be mindset. Your host, Javon Stewart, discusses the best ways to overcome any obstacle you face in your business with case studies and real life examples. And now, let's get into the show. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Excuse Today podcast. I am your host, Javon Stewart-Wallace, and I'm out here teaching others the art of overcoming adversity without making excuses. And I thank you. I really, truly do thank you for tuning in. You tuning in lets me know and you know that you are serious about your personal development and your growth as a leader. And you are truly concerned about uh, growing your brand. And this episode is being brought to you by the No Excuse Today Club, an exclusive all-in-one community for brand and personal development. You don't need to be an expert to grow your brand. Every single element of this membership is laser focused on making you a better business person and everything you need to grow your brand on and offline all for less than $1 per day. I want you to visit noexcusetodayclub.com to find out more and join today. Alrighty, so let's hop right into today's topic or... Um, We're going to discuss the five types of content that you should be creating right now. The content you create should be relevant to your target audience. The content that you create should be relevant to your brand. As such, it should have a purpose. And so what is the purpose of your content? I want you to ask yourself that out loud. What is the purpose of my content is the purpose to entertain is the purpose to educate is the purpose to promote what is the purpose and once you decide the purpose of your content I want you to choose what type of content based on what you hear today is five types what type of content um, will best serve that purpose and it doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other it could be a combination a mixture of all of these things which i actually utilize myself so let's get right into it the first one is a value-based content value-based content is anything that you can provide for your audience that is of value to them it's the kind of content that helps them get to where they want or get to where they need to be whether it's information about a product or a service or a way to solve a problem. Understand that this means providing free resources and other times it means offering paid products or services. And so there's a lot of uh, you know commotion around this. Do I give it away for free? Do I make them pay? I'm gonna always go um, for free, for free, for free, for free. Give it away for free. I remember one time I had a conversation with uh, somebody well-respected in the tech industry. And he was explaining to me that wealthy people give away advice for free. They give away value-based content because they realize that they already have what it is that they need. So why 
would they not give away free stuff? Well, Javon, I, I'm not wealthy. I'm, I'm not wealthy and I can't afford to give away stuff for free. For one, that is the, um, I, I don't think you should be thinking that way. Okay. Uh, for two, just because you don't have the money that you, um, desire does not, does not mean that you're not going to have it. Please understand this, that poverty is not a curse. It's a motivator. Okay. And the sense adversity and defeat proved to be a blessing. So don't look at your lack as something as, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm never going to have it. No, let that be your motivator. And so he goes on to tell me that, you know, they give away the wealthy, give away free, free knowledge. They give away the free game and they don't expect anything in return from it. And so that is actually one of the, uh, I guess you want to call them like principles of the wealthy, the true wealthy, um, people in this society where they, they realize that, that what is it to gain for me to hold this information and to try to charge you this information that I got for free. (laughs) Okay. Um, that's what he was telling me. And so I, I, wanted to share that with you because value-based content uh, helps you win over your audience by providing them uh, something of value. If you, if, if somebody sees you as like, oh my God, they are giving free game. I'm going to want to support this person when they do get their product and when they do get their service. So rather than you trying to sell them on your idea or concept, why don't you just go ahead and give it away for free? You can't just throw out random facts and expect people to care about what you're saying, okay? You need to tell stories and you need to make connections with your readers in order for the real connection to happen. And we're going to move right into um, the next piece of content, which would be motivational content. Now, motivational content can be used to inspire people by sharing stories of success, by sharing the stories of failure, and their stories of overcoming obstacles, this type of content will focus on helping your, you know, your end user achieve their goals, whoever, whether you call them followers, I like to call them my keepers, people who, um, who follow my page on social, social media. Um, those are my keepers and, and this motivational content will help them to focus on their uh, achieving their goals by showing them that other people have done it before. Okay. Um, the one of the greatest motivational speakers in the world uh, world is Dr. Eric Thomas. Okay, he shares his life how it took him forever to get a four year degree. He went on to even get his doctorate degree, which is so much motivation and encouragement coming from somebody who was a high school dropout. He was a high school dropout, but he did not let that deter or stop him. Okay, if you don't know who Dr. Eric Thomas is. Uh, after this podcast, you might want to go look him up, okay? Because he's a very inspirational young black man who was born in Chicago, raised in Detroit. And although he was born um, in, you know, different and odd times, he did not let that shape or define him. So even with motivational content, if you don't want to talk about somebody else's um, life's stories or the obstacles that they had to overcome, you could also talk about how you achieved your own goals in order to help other 
uh, people learn from your experience. So, so I'm going to share in, in hopes that this is going to be motivational content for you. Uh, back somewhere around 2014-ish, 2015-ish, I remember f- filing for a state trademark. And it was 50 bucks at the time. And this was a state trademark, not a federal trademark, a state trademark. So each individual states here in the United States of America, um, with the comptroller's office, you can file a, a, a trademark. And so I paid 50 bucks and my trademark got rejected. And I remember feeling so defeated, like really almost deflated. Since <laughs> like I, I I don't know what I'm doing, but eventually I picked myself up off the floor and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna go the state route. I'm gonna go the federal right route. That means that whatever trademark that I follow in the future is gonna be protected in all 50 states. Versus if if I was to file that trademark and it was going to be for the state of Texas, it would have only been protected in the state of Texas, not all of the other 49 states. So in a sense, it was a great thing that I got rejected, okay? Because I should have been aiming higher anyway. So anywho, I did like almost four years of research on how to, um, like literally, four years of research of writing down codes, writing down um, everything that I needed to know, watching the videos on the United States um, trademark and patent um, website. I was reviewing all these videos almost four years. I collected all of this information. And then in 2018, I had a brilliant idea and the idea was pillow thingy. And the concept of this, it was, it was a, it's a, it's a doll that I made with arms and legs and a little neck called the thingy. And, um, the, the story's out on the internet. If you want to go, uh, and research pillow thingy, some stuff should come up. But anyway, I was like, this is a really dope name. I want to protect this name. So I'm going to file a trademark. But I was like, because the years prior, when I did it myself, I failed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my money and I'm going to hire a lawyer to do this for me. And so I hired a lawyer, paid almost $1,500 for this lawyer to file a pillow thingy trademark and some other trademarks for me. And so remind you, I want you to keep in mind, I did almost four years worth of research. So I knew what steps to take and what happened. I was just afraid to do it myself. So months passed and the lawyer was really getting on my nerves. He wasn't moving to to my desired speed. He didn't have a sense of urgency, um, even from the very beginning, even from him filing the 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 actual the trademark. I was like, why is it taking so long? I, I've looked at this stuff. I know, you know, if you submit the paperwork, I know immediately that how it's supposed to go up. And so anywho, so months go by and then they, they send, they send out an email. I had asked to be copied on all the emails. As y'all can see my high C personality style is kicking all the way in. I'm very analytical. I want things done right the first time. And, um, I love to follow these rules and, 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 policies and procedures. And so I wanted to be copied in on the emails. And I saw an email came through that say, Hey, this, um, we need this in order for us to move forward. And so I immediately, I sent what it is that they were requiring over to the lawyer and he never, he never submitted it. And so I am, I'm sitting back 
get really frustrated. Like, how come this lawyer has not submitted what needs to be done? And then, and and if you know anything about trademarks, okay, those deadlines are very important. If you do not comply, the money that you put up will be lost. Okay, ain't no get no refunds back from from the government. Okay, you put it out there, it's out there. And so I'm like, we are up against some really tight deadlines and my man's is like really dropping the ball. And I'm like, oh my God. So I took it upon myself to reach out to, to reach out to somebody at the, the trademark office itself. Okay. Um, the, the person who actually sent me the email and say, um, sent us the email to say, Hey, we need this, this, and this in order for us to move forward. So I emailed that person and say, Hey, how can I remove this lawyer off of the paperwork and proceed with doing this myself? And he sent me back the steps to do. And I followed all those steps and like literally we, we were approaching the deadline where they needed this information and I got the information submitted. I got the information submitted. And and in October of um, that year, October, the following year, uh, I believe it was 2019, I got my first trademark. And I was, I, I cried because <laughs> in 2014, 15, it's somewhere in the area that I hadn't gotten rejected. And I was like deflated. And so now it's like, wow, this actually came to life. And I actually did it. Um, Even though I hired somebody to do it for me, they didn't see it all the way through. I got it done. And that gave me the courage to go on and file two other trademarks that I did by myself. And so I share that story with you because that is a motivational story. And I want you to learn from my experience. Okay. Here's the first thing I want you to learn. Do your due diligence before you give a lawyer your money. You need to look up and see, um, whatever it is that you've hired them to do. In the case of trademarks, you need to look and see, it tells you right on there, how many trademarks they filed, how many were successful. Do they specialize in intellectual property? Okay. So do your due diligence. Okay. Um, look at the companies that they've worked with. This is all on you. And so that's the area where I feel to drop off because he was a lawyer, but he wasn't an intellectual property lawyer. Just because people are lawyers, yeah, they can file the paperwork and pocket the money that you gave them to file, you know, file the paperwork. But that don't mean that they have any intentions or plans to see your stuff through. So do your due diligence, okay? Did you learn from my experience? That is motivational content, okay? Motivational content is designed to give you um, a, or, or people who's consuming this content, a boost of confidence or motivation. This type of content, uh, can be an inspirational quote, quote. It could be an anecdote about, uh, anecdote about somebody who overcame great odds. It could be another story meant to inspire people and give them hope that they too can achieve their dreams and goals and work hard and determination. The key here is that you want your content to inspire your people by giving them a sense of purpose or direction so that they will keep coming back to you for more information about your brand, your products and services and, and so forth. Okay. So I am in the space of personal development and, um, 
I am in this space of helping other people overcome obstacles because I've overcome so many obstacles in my life that I could definitely help people um, if they come, if they come and ask, okay, I've had obstacles with marriage, obstacles with divorce, obstacles with children, obstacles with family, obstacles being raised in the foster care system, obstacles being adopted, like so many different obstacles in my life, obstacles being fired, obstacles being fired, obstacles being fired. So I can tell you, I can actually show you better than I can tell you. And that's one of the great things about the No Excuse Day Club, because you get to draw from this experience and to um, get that motivation that you you need to help keep you pushing forward. Okay. All righty. So the next piece of content, the next piece of content you want to create is uh, entertaining content, okay? Entertaining content is just what it sounds like. It's content that entertains the people, okay? Uh, entertaining content is all about having fun. You. You could use entertaining uh, content to like write, to tell jokes, you can use it to share stories or other entertaining tidbits that will make people laugh and smile when they, you know, those are the emotions that you want to pull on. Joyful, happiness, all those things when they're reading through your post. One of the most popular entertaining pieces of content um, would be my most viewed and most shared reel. And it's called the adjectives, um, my adjectives post and it's on IG. That reel um, got close to 2 million views on IG. It got over 99,000 shares. And some of the people, even influencers, who have shared and used that audio also got millions of views as well. And so that is actually pinned to the top of my to the top of my page. For one, I use it as motivation for people who actually follow follow me. It's, it's something that's less than 15 seconds a viral became a viral clip. And so, uh, that was a piece of entertaining content. And here's the thing. I didn't set out for that to be the one, like I honestly didn't think it was going to do over 12, 1200 views. Cause at the time, um, when it went viral, that's how much, you know, sometimes my reels, really good reels got up to like 12, um, 1200. And so I, I didn't think that it was going to do over that. And to my surprise, it took off like, wow, like a wildfire. And I was like, whoa. And so, but here's the thing. I was consistent at posting content pretty much on a daily basis for almost two years before that took off. So you're going to have to be consistent. Your stuff is not just going to just pop off like that. And when it does, make sure that when people come to your, your page or when they come to your post, when they come to your website, like whatever it is, you have good content there for them to stay and say, you know what? I like this person. I want to follow them. You know what? I like this person. I want to support them and whatever their effort is. That is what the power of content can do for you. Okay. Okay. And so 
The next piece of content you can focus on is the promotional content. Now, promotional content helps businesses sell their products or services by creating ads and other marketing materials that appear throughout social media platforms, such as Facebook ads, you have your Google AdWords, um, and all of these campaigns where more users um, are more likely to purchase your products based on those ads alone without even going to your website first. And so spend a great deal of time figuring out how you can create promotional content if that's something that you struggle with, okay? Again, come and join clubs like the No Excuse Today Club. Let's brainstorm together. Or you can hire firms that actually do this very thing where they create promotional content for your brand, okay? And then last but not least would be the storytelling content. Now, storytelling content is one of my favorite pieces of content that you could use in your post on social media because it is a type of content that tells stories and builds emotional connections with your audience okay for people to know like and trust you in a in your in your industry in your field uh storytelling is a must sharing bits of pieces of your life is a must and it's used to again build that connection between your audience and your brand so there is this young fellow by the name of dj and i follow dj um on social media and dj is also a customer of mine no excuse today customer of mine and dj and i have something very special in common we both share the same views in a sense on intentional parenting and so he has this page called dj inspires parenting okay let me say that again because i want you to follow his page dj inspires parenting okay if you look him up on instagram and if you have a child if you are taking care of children if you are a foster parent if you are an adoptive parent if you are a teenager if you are a young adult if you took on the responsibility of taking in people's children I want you to follow this page. If you're thinking about having children, please follow his page. DJ inspires parenting. All righty. So DJ put up a post not too long ago. And in his caption, he said this. He said, we don't talk enough about how trauma impacts sibling relationships. And I want to share my truth with y'all today. And so today I'm going to read that post because that post, I resonated with this post, even though I didn't go through similar, but I still, you know, similar circumstances, but I still resonated with it because I grew up in foster care. I didn't have close relationships with my siblings like I, I, I would have loved to. And this needs to be talked about. I'm so glad that he he brought it up. So let me read this because you might want to pull out some, uh, some napkins because you might cry, okay? So he says this. One thing I don't see talked about enough is how trauma impacts sibling relationships. My relationships with my siblings aren't bad, but they aren't the best either. I am the oldest. So I got in trouble early on for things my siblings did. I had to carry a burden I wasn't remotely ready for and that created resentment towards them. Trying to be the secondary parent made me look at them as burdens 
as opposed to my siblings, my peers. I remember in third grade, our apartment caught fire. And instead of thinking about being safe and relieved that we avoided danger, all I could think about was how much trouble I was going to be in because my brother was the cause of it. When I was in the sixth grade, my mother was incarcerated and my stepfather was arrested. So we needed a place to go. Me and my younger sister went to one home and my three other siblings went to another. And that further ruptured any connection that was left. Because of the things I've been able to accomplish in my life, despite the trauma, my siblings have been compared to me or asked, why can't you be more like your brother? I wonder this as well, which also created more rifts in our relationship. I still struggle being the brother I want to be for them. I forget to check in on them. I get annoyed when my brother who is incarcerated blows my phone up. It's a lot sometimes. And my coping mechanism is to retreat and cut everything off and do my own thing. I'm sharing this because this is yet another example of why I preach intentionality and purpose in our parenting. The impact and effect we have is so wide ranging. I don't want you to walk on the eggshells because we're not perfect, but I do want us to be aware of the potential harm we may cause. We don't know how our parenting will impact our children, but we have a pretty good idea of what could negatively impact them. My advice, let the good outweigh the bad and preserve childhood as long as you can. For parents who created this dynamic for their kids, I need you to know that forgiving you doesn't mean I forgot. Hold space for my truth and be patient as I work towards trusting you again. I'm going to reiterate, storytelling content is a type of content that tells stories and builds emotional connections with your audience. And what you just heard me read was uh, from a post that DJ posted on his parenting page, which is called DJ Inspires Parenting. And that is a great example of storytelling content. Hey, that's all I got for you. Okay, let's 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 go through these formats, uh, this, this type of content that you need. Again, you need value-based content. You need motivational content, entertaining content, promotional content, and storytelling content. You could choose to pick one to focus on. You could choose to pick two, three, four, or all five. And there's no incorrect answer here. You could mix it up, which is what I do and um, see what works best for you, all righty? Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, this episode was brought to you by the No Excuse Today Club, an all-exclusive, uh, all-in-one community for brand and personal development. I cannot wait to see you in a club. Thank you so much for tuning in, and no excuse today, baby. Let's go.